The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All Sports Talk is on News Radio WGNS. All Sports Talk is sponsored by Good Neighbor State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Insel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb & Associates, Jennings & Ayers Funeral Home, SoCo Roofing & Restoration, First Bank serving Murfreesboro, Smyrna & Rutherford County, Parks Auction Company, they'll handle everything, Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care, and the Blue Raider Insider Report sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance and Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors. We put the all in all sports talk. From the preps to MTSU, we've got you covered. It's all sports talk on Rutherford County's Place to Talk. And good afternoon, everyone. Welcome into All Sports Talk on this uh, post-pre-Super Bowl party, I guess. The teams have been named. Jeff Jordan with me. Tim Tackett, of course, with you. Of course, we'll talk a little basketball, a little football. What else is on your mind, Jeff? Yes. Anything else on your on your mind? Not a thing. How'd the game go yesterday? Not good. Not no. It went fine. <laughs> I know you didn't lose any money because you don't bet. No, I do not bet. No. And and would I'm, you have lost money had you bet? Yes. Uh, yeah. I probably. Yeah. I probably would have. I don't know that I would have bet on two road teams, but that's who I predicted to win. Of course, I don't. I don't really apologize for that. Really, I mean. Uh, San Francisco, they didn't have a chance. I mean, they've lost every quarterback that's ever been on the roster. Isn't that the truth? And the poor guy, Purdy, it looks like he may be out for a year. Oh, uh, is that right? I hadn't know, heard that today. That is possible. He may have to have Tommy you, John you, surgery. Really? Yeah, pretty I, serious. I heard that. I sure hate to hear that because the young man, as they call him Mr. Irrele- Irrelevant, the last guy drafted in the draft, never <laughs> makes any noise to speak of, comes in and Jeff, he, the way he played the three or four games at the end of the year, he looked like he had a real shot to win the starting job, and this may put that in jeopardy. Well, I would, I would think so. He, he's definitely going to be out for an extended period, and if he has to have Tommy John surgery, of course, it is a year. It almost always is a year uh, for baseball pitchers, so I assume it would be the same for him, and that's definitely going to hurt him. But he's, of course, ridiculously young. And he's been very successful. So, and, and we're quarterback poor anyway, all over the league. So, I mean, he's going to have a well, job. Well, he was only playing because Garoppolo was hurt. He was only playing because somebody else, I think, was hurt. Right. And then they brought in the fourth guy, and he he got hurt. Right. Purdy comes back in, and obviously couldn't throw the football along more than five yards down the field. Right. Which, when you're behind, what was it, twenty-eight to seven or something at that point in time? It you got to be winging it, and there's no way to wing it. That. That had to be a really bad feeling on the Bengals side. I mean, on the 49ers sideline. What do you think? It seemed like he came back maybe, and it was, it was 21-7. I'm not, I'm not really sure. And then the Eagles scored again real pretty quickly. Made 28-7, and, and the game was over. Well, I mean, that's it, what I'm saying. It, yeah. Even even a pro, as much as you want to think the game's never over with, when you're down a, that number of points to a good team without anybody control the football, it, it it's just all but over. And, and – uh, Anyway, it turned out that way. the The other game was uh, uh, a much closer game. Eagles win it kind of the way the Bengals lost uh, won it last year against the Titans. Jeff was kind of a weird last two minutes. Yeah, it it was. And it, you know, um, I did watch the uh, Cincinnati game. I was hoping they would win because they were there last year and 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 didn't win it and I thought well they're going to have a chance you know they've never they they've been there what three times four times and they've never won it right who's that now Cincinnati uh, well they won it last year Oh, the Rams won it last year or they won it two years ago then didn't the Bengals Bengals win two years ago well I I don't think so okay well. <laughs> well we'll tell them they did All right, <laughs> maybe, I, maybe they'll feel better about themselves I think you're right I what uh you know, I was kind of sort of for them, but but they had every opportunity yesterday to win that ball game, or at least to to take a lead in that ball game and put a lot of pressure on the other squad, and uh, and and they didn't do that. And then they made two serious mistakes 
One where they just drove the guy into the bench out of bounds, clearly a penalty, and it was called, and that put him in easy field goal range. Yes. If you want to say 45 yards is easy, but they didn't earn it. They didn't have to do anything to get that 15 yards except to stand there and accept the penalty. So, and the field goal was good with three seconds left, so it's over. While you were going through that statement, I was thinking in my mind before you said that 15-yard penalty thing, Sometimes it's just the breaks of the game or, or the way it turns on it uh, to, to change it, and, and that surely did. To the defense, I guess, the defensive players, Jeff, when you're playing that hard, sometimes you just really don't know where the sideline is. Right. And, you know, one step now is, is going to be called and should be called. Right. But uh, it was a game – it was a – Penalty of hustle, I don't think it's a penalty of stupidity. I, I, I just don't think he recognized where he was and should have. But uh, you're right, it, it, it gave an opportunity to win a football game. Well, really, of course, he did, he did uh, hit him out of bounds. But the guy that really took the punishment was the guy that did the hitting. Yeah. He, 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 he hit him and pushed him. Okay, but then he went down too and slid into the bench and uh, you know, all this kind of stuff. And it, but, you know, but, you know, Tim, there was a lot of feeling – uh, in that game, I mean, we had a we had a near fight on the opening kickoff. Yes, and then had a near fight in play number three. I mean, you know, you guys were serious, weren't they? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they wanted to let each other know that they were there. I guess uh, had had two players ejected, uh, one on each side. Um, I mean, just um, I, you know, okay, but anyway. This time Kansas City wins it, so I, I'm going to be less interested in the Super Bowl than normal. I think I'm I'm not interested much in Kansas City. I find anymore. it quite interesting is in the paper Saturday, uh, one of the sports writers in Tennessee and said, "Guess which t- football team in the state of Tennessee has the most players represented in the Final Four? It is Middle Tennessee. Middle That's had three players, and now we'll have two players, one on each side in the Super Bowl. So a Blue right. Raider is going to be on the Super Bowl winning team and." And that is, that's, again, more than anybody else in the state, uh, active players uh, on the roster. That's One of them will have a ring when it's all over. And, I, you know, that's terrific for our university and terrific for them, of course. Um, and it, it, it does heighten my interest a little bit. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm okay. It, um, are, you, are you particularly interested in either one of those teams? I, I watched more football yesterday because of them than I would have otherwise. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had three teams that had a player on it, so I've watched both games pretty seriously. And, yeah, I will, I'll pay more attention to the Super Bowl this next, next time around, I'd say. Well, okay, I, I don't know. I, I, I say I will. I, it just depends on how many poor souls we invite over to the house and <laughs> get the way of watching a football game. Who well, knows? It's played in Arizona this year, of course, and uh, I have no idea who I would say that uh, – after the odds makers get through with all their, well, whatever it is they do, I would say Kansas City will maybe be a point or two favorite. Oh, I was going to say the other way around. Were you? I oh. was. I'm sure the odds are out there if we want to look it up on our. Yeah, well, it's two weeks away. Well, let's let's get, take a break. I'm going to leave you with a something mm, okay. to ponder over for the next three minutes. Pondering. Pondering. I'm, okay, okay, I'm pondering. I want to ask you when we come back. Do you know what happened this uh, yesterday? In history in 1929, in the sports world. I'll call Bobby Gardner. He was there. 19... <laughs> okay. 1929, January 29th. In, in the sports world. In the sports world. Okay. We'll be right back. Here's Dr. Craig McCabe at McCabe Vision Center. We have a full line of laser procedures. Dr. Craig McCabe. As well, we offer the doctor brand of skin peels, as well as a full line of cosmetic pharmaceuticals. Make yourself look 10 years younger. Call McCabe Vision Center. On Heritage Park Drive, behind SunTrust Bank. If someone asked, what's your more? Would you be surprised? Well, at First Bank, knowing your more is where we start. Whether it's seeing your kid's college graduation, seeing the world, or seeing the ocean from your patio, your more helps us see who you are. That's why First Bank offers you more time, more access to local lenders and leaders, 
more answers, and more products. So tell us, what's your more? First Bank. Bank local. Get more. Member FDIC. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. This is Monty Hale for SoCo Roofing and Restoration. They're local here in Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. They gladly offer free inspections. If they determine there is damage to your roof, they'll walk you through the entire process. Find them online at southernroofexperts.com or give Donnie Shattuck a call at 615-801-9837. That's 615-804-9837. SoCo Roofing and Restoration, your local trusted roofing expert. Hello friends, Lenny Farmer with Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home. More than I can count, we have taken care of families who were totally caught off guard with the passing of a loved one. There are so many details to tie up, it really can be overwhelming. Again, more than I can count are the comments from families who have pre-planned and pre-funded their or their loved one's funeral saying, it would have been a financial hardship had we not. Let me help you pre-plan. Call me at 615-893-2422. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back into All Sports Talk. Tim Tackett along with Jeff Jordan. Jeff brought to you by Fans Heating and Air and uh, Lee Colvin Financial Services. With Edward Jones right here, Murphy Road. Jeff, I think I had the date wrong, but I do, I do have pulled up the first. The, the, the question is for you now. Change a little bit, date wise, no. But the first five inductees into the Baseball Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. See how many? See how many you get right? Well, you'll get you'll get two or three right for sure. Babe Ruth. That'd be one. Now from there on. I'm not absolutely sure, but... I'm sure you're not sure, but you're going to get a couple right if you get... Uh, Lou Gehrig. No. Christy Matherson. That's number two. Cy Young. No. I'm done. Honus Wagner, Walter Johnson, and Ty Cobb. Should have said Walter Johnson. I was, I was thinking pitchers. Baseball hall. Baseball season, by the way, is going to start for the Blue Raiders here in about two weeks. It looks like baseball weather out there, doesn't it? Oh, perfect! Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you hit a ball very, very high today. You're not going to see it come down. Um, visibility is about a mile, I'd say. Uh, oh, I, but I, I don't know. Uh, maybe I did see uh, uh, that uh, Vanderbilt had practiced already. I did sure. see that on well, the news. I'm, they're all practicing, so now, I sure. guess they're all working out and, and getting ready. And pitchers and catchers do report in February, and uh, that that starts Wednesday. So I don't know what day they report, but usually it's around the 10th or 12th of February. Pitchers and catchers report to Arizona and Florida. For the big leagues, mm-hmm. I think that's probably about right. Yeah. Uh, like I say, I think the Raider baseball starts two weeks. They announced it the ball games this weekend. I just didn't pay much attention to the date exactly, but Groundhog Day luncheon comes up. When that happens, you know baseball's just around the corner for sure. Uh, so... Uh, Lady Raiders now 21st in the country in the AP poll that came out this afternoon. 20th in the net ratings. I'm not sure which one it means more to the committee or not when it matters. Uh, it's safe to say, Jeff, unless the Raiders just fall completely apart the way the Titans did, uh, they're going to get an at-large bid at the very least into the NCAA tournament. Uh, if, if all goes perfectly, they win the next nine games in the league, which they could do, and they win the three games in the conference, which they could do. They got a shot to host a region game. That's a that's a lot of ifs, so Jeff. After you you watched them play both Thursday and Saturday, we saw some kinks in armor both games, didn't we? Yes, we yeah we we did. We had uh, a very average second half against one team and a, a a poor start really, and then we had a horrible quarter, um, one of the worst quarters we've played all year. I don't know really what was, but but we won both games by. A, a decent margin, you know, and so, okay, I don't know what that means, but... Well, what it means, 
I've thought this thing through in the same way. What it means is we've raised our expectation level to a point that when you win by 15 and 25, it ain't good enough. Maybe so. A little bit disappointed. Coach Ansel had every reason to be disappointed Thursday night for sure. When you play a second half as poorly as they did, middle was up, what, 38 to 14 at the half. And we're outscored in the second half by six, seven points. But I, I, I guess I will make this as a, at least a reason. It can't be an excuse. Jeff, you know as well as I do, it's sometimes really hard to, to play when you're that far ahead. And then momentum starts going the other direction. You get, get a little whatever. But uh, it, it's difficult to play with that kind of a lead. 38-14, you walk into halftime, you know there's no way we can lose. And, and Jeff, he got to the point that there was a way they could have lost. Thank you. The lead, you say 34-14, is that what it was at halftime? 38. Uh, 38. It is a 22-point margin, whatever it was. Okay. Um, I think they cut it to eight. Yeah. Um, which which is, was a team that didn't look like they had any chance to do that at all. In right. The first half. Right. I would agree with that. They had no inside game particularly. That they, they and they had at least two players that really didn't shoot very much, or uh, if at all, hardly. Um, we just, I don't know. We just, uh, and I, I have heard coaches, and so have you, say in various situations like that. Thank goodness for halftime. Yes. You know, and we came back out after the half, and we and or I've heard them say, "Well, I tell you what, I just soon played on and forget exactly halftime." Exactly right. Uh, I, I've said both of those things in my lifetime. Uh, and I think the Raiders, we were going, we were about to blow them out by 50, and instead we we won by whatever it was. Well, you agree with what I said, though? We, at a point when you win a game by 15, and you win another game by 25, and you walk away from both games saying we got kinks in our armor, we didn't play our best basketball, we're a little concerned. That tells you what level the expectations are for, for from fans, and I'm, I'm sure the players feel the same way. Yeah, probably so. And I, I told uh, my, my son-in-law, uh, Quentin, last night, I said, I said you know, Quentin, we, we, one thing that really bothered me a little bit about these two games was, was although we didn't play well and et cetera, et cetera, all those kinks in the armor, as you call them, I, I like to peak at tournament time, and it looked like to me that, that we may have peaked too soon. Maybe, maybe. You can peak two or three times in a year, though, can't maybe. you? Maybe, yes. I, I wouldn't deny that, but it's, we sure didn't peak this week. Sometimes sometimes you do play the level of your competition. Let, let's They go on the road this week, Jeff. If they, if they have these kind of spasms on the road, they may have that hiccup that I'm afraid they're going to get to. But uh, they take on El Paso and San Antonio. The guys are at home Thursday night and Saturday night, of course, same thing. Eight o'clock game on Thursday night because it's a TV game, T- CBS Sports TV against UTEP. The guys had a couple tough losses this past weekend. They're six and five, still in pretty good shape, Jeff. But uh, they they need to defend the home court this week. Yeah, you know we have trouble on the road. I guess everybody has trouble on the road. Most most teams do. I was not impressed with particularly with our effort yesterday at all uh, at FIU. Um, I watched it on television. I, I didn't care for it. I, I, I thought FIU does lead the world in this. They have the world's ugliest floor in the in the league, maybe in the country. Have you seen that? I did not see it. It is awful looking. I'm not sure it's the worst, but it's pretty bad. But they beat us anyway. You know, give us just a clue as to what awful is. It's the color scheme. Is it too much? Is it too busy? Hard to explain. They have made part of the floor, maybe three feet or so out on the floor from one sideline to the other, from one sideline out. They have painted ocean blue waves there. Okay. And then it comes into a, a the rest of the floor, which looks like sand. It's just ugly. <laughs> I'll have to look it up. Okay. You asked me for a new, uh, I'm telling you. Well, it- <laughs> Not, you, not picking up visually, but uh, I, I got you. But anyway, uh, FIU, of course, you. <laughs> I don't know. They're an interesting league member. I mean, I, I think that sometimes the coaches and other players have trouble talking to the other players. You know, they're, they're from Africa or Europe or somewhere. Sure. But, um, hey, I, I thought this team that beat us played well. I thought we did not particularly. We, we made a lot of fundamental mistakes and just failure to rebound and on some occasions for the first time in a long time 
that I've seen a failure to hustle at 100%. You know, you and I both have played or coached. If you play a 35-game season, it's going to happen. You're going to have one of those days or nights or hopefully no more than one or two that no matter how you try to push the buttons, it just ain't going to work. And as a coach, you go in frustrated at halftime, you may be yelling, screaming, and so forth, and it still doesn't make it happen. Uh, I guess that's why the, the Middle Tennessee women's streak of 16 games, Jeff, is, is impressive as it is. I'm not sure in the last 10 games that anybody's been closer than 15 points at the end of a basketball game. I agree with that. And, and, and what, I'm, what, what you're saying is some days, and I, maybe they've gone through that and yet good enough to still win. I, I, yes, I, I think that's I think that's correct. I, I think too the, the the difference between Middle Tennessee and two or three other clubs in the league, and we'll call them the bottom feeders if you want to. The others is much greater in the women than it is yes, in the men. Yes, um, and same way can, in high school too. By the way, you can play badly. Yes, it, that's right. You can play badly and still win by fifteen. Yeah, and which camouflage which the coach probably knows already that if I mean if if middle plays a game that they played the last two times against other teams somewhere else then the dif- the difference uh, it, it may be it may be a loss so we'll give you a chance to answer this and we'll take a break so if you're Rick Ensel and the coaching staff in middle do you do anything at all do you, do you push any panic buttons do you uh, no you don't push panic buttons I know better than that but how much do you say, girls? If we don't do better than this, we can't. We're not going to win some of these games by 15 points. We may not win them at all. Or you just keep working at what you're doing and try to get better and and, and just skirt skirt it all together. I don't know what I would do. I I, I uh, first of all, I did this one time in in my in my coaching career, and I, I, it it seemed to work fairly well uh, on this particular occasion. We practiced once or twice uh, in a row without a ball. Mm. And um, obviously we were working on conditioning during that time and walking through some things, but we were doing it without a basketball. Um, Also, and this is really a good idea if you can do this, if you have a player that can take take charge of the situation, Mm -hmm. that really helps you because they do get tired of your voice. Yes, they do. And no question. And you get tired of saying the same things over and over. Don't care how true it may be. You get tired of saying it. Uh, but sometimes if a teammate says it, a teammate does it, uh, and is a strong personality, which I think we could call that leadership, that can really help you. But uh, sometimes you just can't get it going during a game. You just, no matter what you try, it won't work. Every now and again, Tom Seaver had a bad game. Mm-hmm. Didn't happen very often. Bob Gibson, I guess, had a bad game in his career, did he? I suppose. <laughs> he didn't have many. We need to take a break. We'll come back with Chip Walters and the Blue Raider Insider Report right after this. If you're not waking up to the Wake Up Crew, here's what you've been missing. But it's not like falling off Mount Everest or something. <laughs> Don't miss the Wake Up Crew with John, Brian, and Dalton. <laughs> the guy's still falling. Weekday mornings from 6 until Swap and Shop. Good afternoon and continue to work this crash north of Nashville on 65 northbound north of Trinity Lane. It's just causing a lot of delays in this area. has been for the last three hours. Uh, again, 65 northbound just dragging up around Trinity Lane. It's increasing even more on the south loop. The west loop still looks pretty good over here. I-40 as you head over towards Jefferson Street. Still watch for some radar. Uh, I-40 out through parts of the Lebanon area, Wilson County. Hey, Snapdragon Hemp, serving up lab-tested top-shelf hemp products across Tennessee. Edibles, flowers, concentrates online at Snapdragon 420. When severe weather strikes, we break in. Tornado warning for central Rutherford County. Our own meteorologist giving you a complete Rutherford County forecast. You should be in shelter already. In- there is no safer place in the storm. News Radio WGNS. In Rutherford County, you know how much it means to have neighbors you can count on. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, here to help life go right when you combine home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-893-1417. 
Every team knows which play can be the winning move. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, here to help life go right by combining your home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-893-1417. It's a winning move that saves you time and money. Parks Auction. We handle everything. Whether you're buying or selling a home or whether you're buying or selling commercial property, the auction is just so much easier, quicker, smoother. My wife and I sold our personal home. Parks Auctions helped us with that. The house brought about 20% more than we were going to ask for. Visit our website at parksauction.com to learn more. I am there in 12 and I am now $15. Stan Vaught and the Parks Auction team are proud supporters of local high school and MTSU sports. It's time. Show your true blue. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report from Chip Walters of Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Sponsored by Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors and Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance. The report coming up after this. You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raiders sports. On 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Middle Tennessee. Play up, bench, cold. Middle Tennessee football, basketball, and baseball. Yeah, we got them. You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raider Athletics. I'm Chip Walters. Hear the games here on News Radio WGNS. Middle Tennessee win. Raiders win the championship. Your source for the Big Blue and the Borough. News Radio WGNS. Are you paying hundreds of dollars too much for your home and auto insurance? Let the team at My Team Insurance help, a true independent insurance agency that represents you in protecting your home, your cars, your business, your life, and your health. Call My Team Insurance today, 895-4201. That's 895-4201. Proud to be sponsoring the Blue Raiders and proud to say, let's go Blue. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Well, good afternoon, everybody. And the latest AP women's basketball poll is out. And the Lady Raiders move up two spots from 23 to number 21 in the country after beating Florida International over the weekend, 67-41. South Carolina still remains at the top of the poll with Stanford, LSU, Indiana, and UConn in the top 25, or the top five. The second five has Iowa, Utah, Maryland, Notre Dame, and Ohio State. Then it's North Carolina, Iowa State, Virginia Tech, UCLA, NC State, Duke, Gonzaga, Michigan, Villanova, and Oklahoma. In the final five of the top 25, it's Middle, Arizona, Florida State, South Florida. Lady Raiders kept that ranking after coming from behind against FIU and winning 67-41. The Blue Raiders ended the game with another big run. Middle now 18-2 overall, 11-0 in Conference USA. Middle had a day off yesterday, back on the practice floor today as they get ready to travel on Wednesday to El Paso to take on UTEP Thursday night at 8 o'clock. In the conference, here's the standings. Middle 11-0, three-game lead on Western Kentucky, who's 8-3. Then UTEP at 6-4. Rice and Charlotte are 5-5. Louisiana Tech and FIU and North Texas are 5-6. FAU 4-7, UTSA 3-8, and UAB is in last place at 2-9. On the men's side, It was no walk in the park taking the Florida swing this past week. The Blue Raiders had to face number 21 FAU, dropped a game there on Thursday night, and then Middle had cut what had been a 13-point FIU lead to two with just under five minutes to play on Saturday, but the host team finished with an 82-74 win at the Ocean Bank Convocation Center. Uh, FIU's now 11-1 overall, 5-6 in the conference. The Blue Raiders 13-9 overall, 6-5 in Conference USA. The uh, Blue Raiders now find themselves uh, in fourth place 
or actually, uh, yes, in a tie for fourth place with UAB uh, in the standings. FAU still leads it with an 11-0 record. North Texas is 9-3. Rice jumps up into third by themselves at 6-4. Middle and UAB are at 6-5. Then it's Louisiana Tech and FIU at 5-6. Charlotte is uh, at Four and six, along with UTEP, uh, Western Kentucky is three and eight right now in tenth place, and UTSA is in eleventh place, and and eleven Blue Raiders are at home eight o'clock on Thursday night for UTEP. That is an ESPNU game, and uh, due to the late start, men's tennis on the weekend. Uh, at the Wake Forest Regional in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. The uh, Blue Raiders had beaten number 19 Duke on Friday, but lost to Wake Forest 4-2 on Saturday. Women's tennis extended their winning streak to three in a row with a 4-2 win over the weekend against Bellarmine. Coming up at 6 o'clock tonight, it's Rick Ensel live from the Boulevard. Nick McDevitt live at 7 o'clock. You can be there in person at the Boulevard. You can listen on the radio or watch it on Facebook or True Blue TV. That's it for this Monday. We'll have another update for you coming up tomorrow. Whether you need general vehicle upkeep and maintenance or a complete vehicle overhaul, Hall's Auto Care is here for you. We're locally owned and operated by Greg Hall and have been in business since 2014. You'll get excellent service and trustworthy advice with Hall's Auto Care. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. We're ready to help get you safely on the road. Hall's Auto Care, 907 Ridgely Road, just off Broad Street behind Chili's. Online at hallsautocare.net. Hall's Auto Care. At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence in service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Kent Ayer. Find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Jeff Jordan with me today, brought to you by Fans Heating and Air and Lee Calvin Financial Services with Edward Jones, Tim Tackett on this end of the microphone. Jeff, let's talk a little bit more Middle Tennessee basketball, and then we want to move into uh, some other things, I guess. Uh, Football, of all things, college will have its heyday this week. But uh, going back to the men, two losses. They're six and five, two two straight home games. Pretty important for, for them to play well this weekend, don't you think? Yeah. Get the, get the mojo back. And, and it's a couple teams that they can beat, but it's a very balanced league. They, they could certainly lose either or both games. That's correct. And I, uh, right. We 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 uh, we don't look like a team that that we didn't the other night against FIU. I would agree with that. But we don't look like a team that's going to lose both these games at home. I, I don't think so. I, I think we'll defend the home court very very well. But you're also listening to a guy that picked the Forty ers and the Bengals. So what do I know? Well, it's a fun part of sports, Jeff. It, it is <laughs> it is unpredictable. With that much, we can say, can't we? Yes, I think so. That's why the odds makers are able to make their money. Bookies do that because they know somebody's going to have their special night coming along the, the very way. So, uh, Rick Ensel live, Nick McDevitt live right after our show here, 6 o'clock at uh, the Boulevard. And, uh, Jeff, they've had to move the, the show out of the little uh, – I say the – it's not a little side room, the side room where you can get about 35, 40 people into it. They're, they're in the main part of the restaurant now doing the show because the, the number of people showing up for the show is – that big, which which is delightful. I'm glad to hear that. I am too, and I've I've been there twice for the show, and and numerous times for for a lunch or dinner. And I I tell you what, the food is just really good. The service is excellent. I mean, uh, it's you just don't think of the boulevard sometimes, you know. When you know what I mean, what I'm saying. Sure. And and uh, I tell you what, I'm I'm not a shield for them. I, they don't pay me anything, but I'm just telling you, it's. It's good. And, of course, Chipper and Dick Palmer do a great job, and the coaches are terrific. Great atmosphere. That, that's what you like to do. That, that, 
as a fan, you like to go to a, a, an event where there's life. The arena's full, whether it's 200 people or whether it's 2,000 people or 20,000 people. You're in a restaurant the same way. I mean, I've gone to restaurants. You have, you have too. You, you know two or three places here in town that a different restaurant starts every six months and never gets off the ground because when you go in, you're the only one sitting down to eat. And even <laughs> eating dinner in a restaurant that's not halfway full is not a lot of fun. I, I agree. <laughs> that's correct. Although I do pretty well with food no matter where we are. <laughs> but the boulevard is, uh, is okay. Yeah. It's all right. High schools. Yes. We are just a little bit past the halfway point in district play. We'll be starting district tournament play, what, Jeff, in a couple, two and a half weeks maybe? Yeah. Something I, like that? I think so. And we really haven't – about the only thing we have decided, I guess, we've decided – well, I don't know. Somebody will get mad at me. It looks like the Blackman girls are, are going to be the number one. I, 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 I'm, I'm with you. That you know. Even two weeks ago, I'm not sure I could have said that was going to be that – Settled, but I think Blackman is clearly edged out to a pretty substantial margin right now. After that, girls, I you can say Rockvale, and you can make a great case for one or two other squads, and you can say Oakland, and you can make a great case for a couple of other squads that might be might be number two. So it's and the boys definitely wide open. I, boys I really, wide, wide, yeah, wide open. Anybody and it's, can and it's that, that way for, on the boys' side it, in District Eight, it's kind of the same way, pretty much open. It's there. Girls, Sturge Creek is the number one team there, and Smyrna and Laverne still continue to struggle, Jeff, even though both, cl- both squads appear to be better this year than they've been in a while. Yes, and, and girls and boys. Uh, I don't know. I, the question I get, I don't know if did you, do you get this question. I, I, we may have really become very, very spoiled uh, as, as a community. I don't know whether that's right or not. But I got this question Sunday at church, and I'll say I get it just about every Sunday at church. People will ask me, say, which team are we going to send over to the state tournament this year? <laughs> yeah. And I said, what? <laughs> you know what? what? You think we just automatically send somebody to the state tournament? Well, of course, they don't mean that. Correct. But, but they have become used to somebody being there, and uh, or somebodies in some cases. Sure. And, uh, and the answer this year, I said, well, my answer, my standard answer is this. The Blackman girls appear to have the best chance to get to the state tournament. That's that's that's, that's a, my that's answer. A fine response. And I said, but I said some of these teams that are just are pretty good teams. Well, think back to last they're gonna year. They're going to be in the re- they're, they're going to be in the year. region. You know, I mean, before Oakland went to Radley County for that substate game, what kind of odds would I had to give you that Oakland was going to go down there and beat Bradley? Well, I wasn't, we're talking big big number, aren't we? Yes. Even though I'm an Oakland guy, I've got an Oakland shirt on right now, and I love the Patriots, Lady Patriots, and they've done a good job, but. The fact that they were on the floor at Murphy Center was a surprise to most everybody, certainly down in Bradley <laughs> County, Tennessee. Yeah. And including me. I, I was I was when I saw that score and I was uh, I was well, very excited is one thing I was, but I was stunned really that, that they won. And had they, they not lost their best player in the first what, first minute of the yeah. of the state tournament game, Jeff, they could have won that basketball game for sure because they were pretty competitive anyway so maybe that tells us how much how good basketball is in this area we, we've known it for a while but uh i'm like you i think blackman i think blackman will be in the state tournament fair to say girls yeah I th- yeah i think i think so even though coffee county <laughs> cookville yeah stirs creek all loom to kind of and Bradley, of course, if we don't forget them. They're undefeated right now, by the way. And and I'm told by people down in Chattanooga that this is maybe one of the best teams they've ever, ever had. And that's that's saying a mouthful right there. That's like saying Riverdale football's got this best team ever. Or Oakland football's got his best team ever. You, you're pretty dang good if you're talking those terms. Okay. But I'm going to say this. Okay. Too, all right. Uh, Just an, as an addendum to that. All right. Bradley, Bradley Central. They always say that. That's right about their teams. Yes, they do. And and, and you're also going to say they don't play anywhere close to the competition that that are that are played by Blackman, Oakland, so forth, so on. And that would be correct. That would be right, I think. 
if, if we're saying it anyway. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I, I think, I don't know if you agree with this or not, but if I'm looking at a record and, 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 and somebody is uh, 19 and 4 and they're here from Rutherford County and somebody is 19 and 4 and they're from Morristown, yeah. okay, I, I think, well, we're probably better than they are because of the, the sure. quality of competition that they have likely played. I mean, they've played a lot of Knoxville schools. Who is playing? Who is playing great basketball in Knoxville? This. Take a two A school boys team out of Memphis. Okay, that has a seventeen and eight record. Yes, could they possibly be a really good team? Yes. The answer is because the two A is pretty good. They're probably playing some three A schools and probably playing some four A schools. Very likely getting beat by bigger schools playing the competition. So seventeen and eight coming out of Memphis. Then, then you don't need to shy away from that basketball team at all. Boys, I'm talking about. The right. girls' side may be a little different. Right. Well, I, I realize, I, and I, I guess we could, we could probably argue that somebody from Knoxville could, could argue, but, I mean, really, except for Knox Bearden, I don't remember lately a great team coming out of Knoxville, Tennessee. Out of Knoxville itself. Now, yeah. The, the area has had some, for sure, Oak Ridge. Sure. Kingsport, Science Hill. Yeah, yeah. But, but you talk yeah. about a, a Knoxville, Knox County school. I'll take Rutherford County schools if I if I have a choice there. But right now, and and I was not convinced last year till I saw him play, and saw him play, and saw him play the third time. Bearden was really good last year. Yeah, and they're undefeated again this year, which tells me they're probably pretty good again this time around. So it's, I think four A, frankly, in girls basketball is really loaded. Well. One thing for sure, of course, we are. We our format is different this year, and there's some awfully good teams are not going to be there. They're going to get beaten the round right before. And going back to the point in in, in boys district seven district eight, about, and we need to talk about Eagleville Middle Tennessee Christian School as well because a couple teams there are doing very well. Central Magnet's got a couple good records going on, but uh, boys side district seven eight and four a, for the most part, it's wide open. Yes, and. And really, that's that's kind of the way you would like it. Um, and I, like I said, we'll, we may have our teams may be pretty good, uh, are, are real good. They may have some losses mounted up, but you know some of those people are going to go to the region tournament. They are. They've got to. Sure. But, you know, and 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 when they do, anything can happen. Anything. Central Magnet over the years, I since I've messed up on the Bengals already, I'm not going to play my hand as how many times they've made it to. Substate or or whatever, Central Magnet had a team in the basketball tournament, uh, state you, tournament, state. I you know I don't think so. I don't think so either. And, and I'm not making a case that they're going to get that that done again this year, but I'd say their chances are have been improving steadily in the last couple three years. Yes, I would say so. And uh, I've seen just about everybody in the county now, and. I, I, the, on the girls' side, boys are an average basketball team uh, and, and lean toward improving uh, as we go, which is that's what you want. The girls, I'm going to say that the girls are a good basketball team, okay? But uh, defensively, I think the central girls are, are as good as anybody in the county. Uh, they really get after it. And now they have, they have the same problem. That a lot of other people have. If they have to defend a big girl inside, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. then they've got problems. They have to double and maybe triple, but they have to double. And of course, that leaves somebody open when you do that, obviously. But you can't help it. You got to. Two schools that have kind of flown under the radar, at least with us: Middle Tennessee Christian School and Providence Christian School. Both the last over the last three or four years, Jeff, have been a, been a factor yep. in the, the Division Two uh, single A for sure. And uh, Christian School last year. Runner up in the in the tournament. Lots of talent there. A lot of it goes unreported, and maybe we may be guilty of that too. I'm not sure whether we are or not. I guess we are. Um, but good basketball programs, good facilities, and an emphasis on 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 athletics has has really improved their chances. You talk about being in competitive regions. If you're in if you're in Division Two. Whichever sport you want to talk about, you're you're talking about playing some awfully good basketball teams or football teams or whatever you happen to be because the the, the most of them are I guess are all private schools and 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 we're seeing a little bit more and more and more of those schools trying to put more emphasis on their athletics. 
Yeah, which, you know. Not, 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 that, not that we need another Brentwood Academy, but Lipscomb Academy comes to mind in football for sure. And maybe basketball too. Maybe, sure. <laughs> yeah, that's correct. You're right. And a good pasture, first time. They've been really good for a while, but good pasture's not, I think, rated number one in the state right now on the boys' side. So competition's awful tough. Are you looking forward to the new uh, the new format out in the state, or not? You don't like it, or the new format? Well, they, they went to the new format last year. Well, the you know four teams and that kind of thing. They're, they're just bringing four teams this year instead of eight. I think that's. I think that I thought that was correct. That's not correct. I don't think so. Okay, we'll, good. We'll, we'll look at look and see. Last year they added a day. They started on Thursday instead of two. two I think Tuesday you're right about that. You're they right. They do bring eight teams in for four different divisions. They are starting a day early, and I understand too that they're. Well, I don't want to. I don't probably shouldn't say anything about it, but I do understand that there may be a conflict of interest in the boys' state. Could uh, be. Middle would have to win, in my opinion, would have to win out and win win the tournament but if they do that they've got a real shot at being in the top 16 in the country if you're the top 16 in the country you've got to and my understanding is they have made the bid to, to host region my gosh you got to right yeah sure which is flat dab in the middle of the boys basketball tournament which you can't do both at the same time so yes there are preliminary discussions about what if what if what if and in my comment someone asked me the question i said TWSAA wants very much to stay at middle and middle wants very much for TWS to stay there. So my, my guess is they'll work something out. It's going to be a little inconvenient if it happens. Jeff, we've got nine regular season basketball games and three tournament games. Middle, will have, in my opinion, will have to win the next 12. Do that. Can they do it? Yes. Will after, they? <laughs> after our discussion <laughs> in the first half of the show, you, you, you do have to wonder if they're not going to have one of those nights that they're just not able to finally reach down and grab something out of the bottom bottom deal but as i say all said and above it's the closest anybody's been to them with 15 points so they they got a little bit more room to to wander didn't we play a lady raider game in the middle of a tournament last year yeah they they played uh they worked that out they they, they played it on seemed like a the friday night they moved the session back an hour and a half, and TWSAA cleared the floor, got it out of the way, and middle played that night. So, but that's one game. That's not two games on two two different dates. That's true. NCAA regional is a different animal for sure. Let's take a break. We'll come back. We got about uh, five minutes. Can I take the phone call first? Oh, we'll take a phone call first. I didn't know we had one. I'm sorry. Go ahead. How's it going, Tim and Jeff? Well, it's going fine. I apologize for leaving you on hold so long. Oh, well, that's all right. I was going to say you guys were talking about the talking about talking about about, about the basketball. There's a lot of a lot of good. Of the game, I was going to say the uh, Eagleville, the uh, boys, they're the uh, middle school, they have a middle school tournament. Their boys and girls basketball, they're playing tonight over in Fayetteville. Their boys team is, and uh, <clears throat> the uh, sectional tournament is just Dewey Creek, Oakland Middle. Girls and boys are playing. I think they're playing right now. I think they play tonight. They're both them playing. Of course, it's single elimination now. If you lose, it's over. But you guys are talking about the boys stuff. Uh, uh, Oakland's pretty hot right now. They've won five in a row, six or seven. They beat Siegel the other night. The, on the last game they lost was the their first district game against Siegel. They lost. They've won five in a row since then. So they they play a uh, Blackman. They play Blackman tomorrow night. It'll be the rematch when they went they went to Black Blackman won the twenty eight the uh, first time. I'm sure y'all uh, y'all saw that. But that that was that was a game that uh, 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 the, after the first quarter was sixteen to three. Oakland's up sixteen to three at the first quarter. And uh, Coach Warman told me he said that they could have played on Monday. They wouldn't have won that night. <laughs> they wouldn't have won it. So they they, they, they just couldn't hit anything at night. And, and Oakland played. Oakland played great, but they're they're hitting their stride. They're pretty good. And like you guys are talking about records, well, Oakland is ten and twelve. I was gonna say their record can't be very good. At, at one time they were they were five and twelve. At one time, but they coached pretty well the night. At one time they were two and ten. At one time in the season they played a lot of tough uh, teams early early in the season. But there's like I said, there's a lot of good. A lot of good basketball, and, you know. In the county, Central Madden's got a couple good teams, and I know you guys know Central Madden girls got a couple uh, college signees that Melton Grass, yeah, Melton going to Lipscomb, Olivia Hart just signed about a couple weeks ago. She signed with the School Division Three School, DePaul in Indiana, DAPUW in Indiana. But but no, there's a lot of good high school stuff going on. Just a couple weeks, and we'll have the tournaments, and we'll figure it all out. But but Jeff, I would I wouldn't uh, 
Bradisons are pretty good, but I'd watch out for Coffee Canyon and, and Warren Canyon and Cleveland too. They they they're pretty good too. So you know they they gonna have something to say about it because Coffee Canyon's already beat Blackman once, and, and Coop will beat Blackman and Oakland. They're in the state tournament. That's it. Four A is loaded in the girls basketball. It, it's it's loaded. I mean, Cook Cook was that good, and it's going to be there's going to be some good teams. That's the problem. With our all region is so tough. There's going to be some good teams sitting at home. But guys, enjoy the show. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right, let's go ahead and take that break so we can come back and give one more minute worth of some collaboration after this. If you're not waking up to the Wake Up Crew, here's what you've been missing. Did you know I can make noise with my left eye? <laughs> I, 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 I was I trying did. to get it on the microphone. <laughs> oh, you did. Weekday mornings from 6 until Swap and Shop. Chip Walters here with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. I was named a top 10 agent in the number one Exit Realty office in America in 2021. The top question I get around town, how's the market? Eh, good question. And the answer's changed a few times this year alone. I'd like to know what you've heard and share some solid data we have. Give me a call and let's have a cup of coffee and take a look at what's happening in your neighborhood. All my contact info is right on my website, juicechip.net. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Good afternoon and continue to work this crash north of Nashville on 65 northbound north of Trinity Lane. It's just causing a lot of delays in this area. has been for the last three hours. Uh, again, 65 northbound just dragging up around Trinity Lane. It's increasing even more on the south loop. The west loop still looks pretty good over here, I-40. As you head over towards Jefferson Street, still watch for some radar. Uh, I-40 out through parts of the Lebanon area, Wilson County. Hey, Snapdragon and hemp. Serving up lab-tested top-shelf hemp products across Tennessee. Edibles, flowers, concentrates online at snapdragon420.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. We do it your way at Sir Pizza. Your favorites can now be ordered online at SirPizzaTN.com. Carryout and delivery are available. Just go to SirPizzaTN.com and tap the location closest to you. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. First Bank, our sponsor of the final episode, uh, segment, I should say, of All Sports Talk. Professional service, friendly faces at First Bank all over the state of Tennessee, certainly right here in Murfreesboro. Jeff, any final thoughts before we go out to the boulevard uh, on the radio? I heard Bobby Hull died today. Did you hear that? I did hear that. How old was Bobby Hull? 80, I think. Billy Packer. Did you like Billy Packer? The analyst? Mm, yeah, he's okay. That passed away at 83 years old. Yeah, I liked him a heck of a lot better than Dick Vitale. Well, they're two different animals. I can't take Vitale. Well, Packer was never trying to be Vitale, and Vitale was never trying to be Packer, and they both have their niche. They who finally that, fired Packer, didn't they? Who was that big? <laughs> the, 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 in foot, football, the guy that uh, made so much noise rattled around 25, 30 years ago. <laughs> John Madden? No, 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 no. I like John Madden. I do, too. The, the Dick Vitale of football. I don't know. I can't think of it. It's one of the signs of getting old, right? Another yeah. sign of getting old is waiting for your wife at rehab while you got your head bandaged up. <laughs> to the dermatologist the morning before, that there's something about it. It's time to go. It is time to go. That's right. We Rick gotta... Ensel Live, the number 21-ranked Lady Raiders. We'll have a conversation with Dick Palmer about that. Nick McDevitt, uh, I have a 6-5 and five record in the conference. They are home for two games this weekend. Hope you get out to watch them play. We're done for the day and headed down to the boulevard after this break. You've been listening to All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS. Brought to you by State Farm Agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris and Deb Ensel, Chip Walters with Exit Realty Bob Lamb and Associates, First Bank, Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care, Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home. SoCo Roofing and Restoration, and Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. 